what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We're on episode 94 of my little wrestling recap show, where once a week, sometimes twice a week, I go through all of the major AEW and WWE uh, shows, give you the review, give you the recap, let you know what's going on, talk about the wrestling, the storylines, all that good stuff, and if there's a big old pay-per-view like there is right now, there'll be an, a separate episode for that pay-per-view, and that's what we're doing today. We will be reviewing Full Gear, AEW's Full Gear in Los Angeles, so let's dive into this freaking thing. It, 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 was, it was a beefy freaking pay-per-view so we got zero hour we got i think three matches there so let's start off with zero hour ring of honor world championship on the line eddie kingston defending against jay lethal with his entourage eddie dealing with a lot of outside interference as expected a nice suplex and a machine gun chops by eddie lethal hits the elbow drop ortiz shows up absolutely obliterates sanjay dutt with a guitar shot to the skull that was excellent. Eddie capitalizes with the spinning back fist, pins, and retains the Ring of Honor Championship. Really happy that Sanjay Dutt got blasted with that guitar. Best part of the whole entire match for 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 sure. And the match overall was fine. It was okay. Five and a half out of ten. We move on to Buddy Matthews going up against Claudio Castanoli. Kind of a late addition to the card. Claudio catching Buddy into the giant swing. Matthews big combo with numerous face kicks, a powerbomb, and a freaking jackhammer. And then slides into a crossface. I mean, damn, dude, what a combo. Claudio hits the Ricola bomb into a sharpshooter. Buddy taps out, and Claudio wins. Nice. Uh, pretty brutal back-and-forth brawl right here. Really heavy strikes. Relentless pace to this match. And Buddy, man, really good performance out of him. Claudio, an absolute animal as always. Really like these two going at it. I think they, I think you got a good mix right here with these two. 7.5 out of 10. Really good match. And the last one on the Zero Hour is the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship match. MJF defends with Samoa Joe. Oh, snap. And they're defending against the guns. Joe actually doing a lot of great teamwork teamwork with uh with Max Guns ganging up on MJF. Max prevents Joe doing the muscle buster. Joe stops Max from doing his kangaroo kick. So okay, we got some animosity going on over here. The Guns 310 to Yuma on Joe. Max is there for the save. And then Adam Cole's music plays. Crowd absolutely explodes as Cole comes out on crutches. The guns are distracted. Joe locks in the Coquina clutch. The guns tap and Max hangs on to the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships with the assist from Samoa Joe. Fun tag team match right here. Uh, I really did enjoy Joe and Max's tag team chemistry. Uh, honestly, quite surprised that Joe behaved himself. You know, aside from a little ribbing, not letting him do the kangaroo kick. But they were good as a team. Joe was doing uh, good at, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just uh, 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 helping, I guess. Uh, Joe uh, Max, whenever he needed him, he was there. So that was cool. And the guns, they were solid. Six and a half out of ten. We got Joe shakes hands with MJF. Sportsmanship. Come on now. Guns not so sportsmanlike. They beat the bejesus out of Max. And the champ needs to be stretchered out of the ring. Oh no. So Max apparently dealing with an injury here. 
Will he be able to defend his championship at the main event? That is like three hours away, so we'll we'll find out. Now we are at the main card, kicking it off with a trios tag team match. Karishjian Cage, Luchasaurus, Nick Wayne versus Darby, Sting, and Edge. Oh, sorry. Sting! Sting. All right, Ric Flair and Steve-O are present. <clears throat> Steve-O in the crowd. Uh, he's buddies with Darby Allen, and Ric Flair is Ric Flair. Wayne tossed into the steel barricade, looked rather painful. Luchasaurus chokeslams Darby onto the apron. Just, oh, just such a freaking brutal bump. Owie. Edge spears Luchasaurus, picks up Wayne, throws him out of the ring, and Luchasaurus catches him, so Darby dives onto them all. So, bam, that was that was a pretty awesome moment right there. I'll give him a thumbs up. We got the tandem Scorpion Death Drop by Sting and Edge. Christian absolutely terrified of Edge. He runs away, leaving his sons behind. Coffin Drop by Darby, pins Luchasaurus. Sting, Darby, and Edge grab the W. Like Christian avoiding Edge throughout this match. Like, they teased it at the beginning. They're both in the ring. And then, of course, Christian, being the little scumbag that he is, runs away. But it was too bad. Like, Edge did not get a piece of him in this match. So, maybe we're going long haul on this one. Eventually, Edge is going to get his hands on him. Darby and Nick. uh, (laughs) Jesus, just seeing who can sell more years off of their lives. Like, oh my god. I would give the advantage to Darby right there. Jesus. Uh, the veterans in this match were good. Luchasaurus, really cool to see him fighting with Edge. I, I'm aware that, pretty sure Edge was uh, really interested in fighting with Luchasaurus. And yeah, just a cool match. Sting having a lot of fun. 7 out of 10. Darby tells California to give it up to Sting. Drops some F-bombs. And Sting has a big celebration in the ring. Great moment. Thumbs up. Tony Schiavone announces MJF is injured and cannot defend the title. Adam Cole won't let Jay White win the title by default. The two greatest words in the English dictionary says he will fight in MJF's place. Cole's leg is injured. He's still on crutches. He's got the walking boot. So Jay White is absolutely fine with this. They're laughing. They're like, oh, we win. We're going to win. Ah, So interesting storyline uh, progressing throughout this sto- the show. We move on to the International Championship match. Orange Cassidy with Hook defends against John Moxley with Yuta. Moxley bites Cassidy's nose and Ka- Cassidy bites Moxley back. I mean, you bite me, I'm going to bite you back. That's just the rules, man. Orange with some like woodpecker-like headbutts busts Moxley open. We got the slum dog by Orange. Only angers Moxley who lays in nasty ground and pound. Cassidy locks in the red rum, making Hook and Taz very, very proud. Mox gets out, removing the turnbuckle pad. Crowd loudly split down the middle, cheering for both men. I really can't see who had the advantage. It was basically like a both these guys situation. Like, both men very much uh, getting crowd support. Cassidy hits five straight orange punches. Only brings Mox to a knee, a sixth punch... And a beach break finally puts Moxley away. And Orange Cassidy finally beats Moxley and retains the championship. Hell of a battle right here. Orange needing to pull it all out in this match. Great performance out of him as always. And Moxley, Jesus man, absolutely beast. 
Beastly performance, brutal striking, looking like he was on freaking death's door before he took a pin. Like, it, it takes a lot to put Moxley away, man. Like, all those punches. And no outside interference. I absolutely appreciate that. Love it. Thank you so much. 8 out of 10, great match. We move to the AEW Women's Championship match. Hikaru Shida defending against timeless Tony Storm with Luther. We got Tony with the big windmill wind-up punch. I freaking love it. So funny. Luther plants a weapon on Tony, distracting the referee. Storm nails Sheeta with a shoe. Oh no, we got a near fall right there. Sheeta hits Tony with her own finisher, Storm Zero. Sheeta's ankle buckles. Tony immediately puts the champ in an ankle lock. Sheeta grabs a kendo stick. She she wants to hit Tony with it, but Luther sort of blocks it. Also takes a dick kick and a kendo shot from Sheeta. How ya doing? Tony has a metal plate, uses it along with the hip attack pins, and no! AEW Women's Champion, it's timeless Tony Storm. Whoa. Uh, really good for Tony. Uh, she's been fantastic lately, so well earned from her, but man, lately these championships are just flopping all over the place in AEW. Uh, not a big fan of that, and twice now, Sheeta having these very, very short transitional runs. I, I am not, I'm not okay with that. That's not cool. Uh, the match was solid, you know, back and forth, but lots of shenanigans throughout this match really kind of took me out of it. Sheeta with another short reign. I mean, that just stinks, man. Maybe, maybe they should send her to uh, go down and fight like with Chris Statlander in the TBS Championship. Maybe she would be more comfortable over there. I think she's a really good, strong champion. I don't know why they won't let her have a good reign with it. But uh, good for Timeless Tony. It's going to be a very fun reign with her. Now she's got Luther, who's been way more prominent over the last couple weeks. So there's there's that as well. Five and a half out of ten for this match. It was okay. We got the AEW Tag Team Championships on the line. Big Bill and Ricky Starks defending in a four-way ladder match. Brody King and Malachi, FTR and Dralistico and Roosh. Good God Almighty. This is going to be good. We get a nasty spear through the ropes by Wheeler. Takes out Roosh. Dralistico and Malachi. Nice dives into the pile. Dax superplexing Ricky into the pile. Like, holy fuck, man. That's a scary looking spot, but they nailed it. Thumbs up. Malachi slingshots a ladder right into Cash's face. That, oh, it's just so freaking good. Another thumbs up. Cash gets his revenge on Malachi, pile driving him onto the ladder. How ya doing? Starks going ham, clearing out the ring. Brody busted open, cannonballs Dax into the ladder. Oh my goodness. Brody murders Drillistico with a driver onto the ladder. Oh, nasty bump right there, no doubt. Brody, uh, Brody still on the ladder, takes a splash by Wheeler. Holy shit, thumbs up again. Battling for position on the ladder, Ricky comes out ahead, grabs the titles. Ricky and Big Bill retain the championships. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, definitely didn't let me down right here. Wild spot-filled ladder match. Oh, just love it. Nasty bumps for, I think everybody had a nasty bump in this one. Uh, Brody King, my boy, shines again in this match every time. He's in, it can be a match with 500 people, and he's going to be the one that shines the brightest, man. Every time. Awesome ladder match. Eight and a half at that. We move to the TBS Championship match. Chris Statlander defending against Julia Hart 
and Sky Blue. Julia and Sky make an alliance for like a solid 7 seconds before breaking that one up. Julia, a nice moonsault on Blue. Statlander breaks that one up. Awesome Code Blue by Sky almost takes out Statlander. She fucking nailed that Code Blue. Gorgeous. Chris goes on a German suplex spree. Nails Saturday Night Fava. Julia ret- uh, on. Wait, hold on a second. Chris Chris goes on a German suplex spree. We got that. Nails the Saturday Night Fever, but Julia nails Chris with a lariat. Steals the pin on Blue, and no! TBS champion, it's Julia Hart. Whoa, dude. Uh, wow. Fast-paced, good-flowing match right here. All three having strong moments. And Jesus, man, what an awesome run with the TBS championship for Chris Statlander. Um... You know, compared to, um, fuck, what's her name? <laughs> um, Jade Cargill. I I liked, um, I definitely liked uh, Chris Statlander's better. She had way more consistently good matches. Nothing against Jade Cargill. She's rather green at the time. It was a really good run, but I, I did enjoy uh, Chris Statlander's a little bit better. And, you know, Julia consistently getting better over the last numerous months. And she wins the championship. That's That's awesome. It's going to be... Interesting to see how she does with the championship. What's her and Sky Blue's relationship? Like, was she possessed or not? I have no freaking idea, but Julia Hart, the new TBS championship, and a really good fun match. Seven and a half at then. We get a pretty uh, big announcement right here. Will Ospreay is all elite. Wow. Fucking rights. Now, I have to say... I was watching Impact um, the last couple weeks here, and Will Ospreay's been in Impact for a little bit. And he has been teasing hard that he is going to sign with Impact. And then a couple days later, he signs with AEW. Now, I don't blame him. I mean, Impact, they're going to be turning into TNA again. And, you know, they've it's been a roller coaster ride with Impact, TNA. And, yeah, AEW should be the home of Will Ospreay. It makes a lot of sense, but I'm feeling a little bad for the Impact slash TNA crowd. Now, Will did say he's not going to be here right away. It's not going to be tomorrow that he's on Dynamite or something. But he's going to finish off a couple things that he's got going in some other companies. Maybe he does have a little run in Impact and and do something there for them. But regardless, Will Ospreay is all elite. That's incredible. Moving on, speaking of incredible, we got the Texas... Death match, which means KO or submissions only. Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana versus Hangman Adam Page. Hangman skips the entrance. He says, fuck that shit. Nails Swerve with a buckshot lariat right out of the gate. Uh, Tapes Swerve's hands together, so he's useless. Uses a stapler to staple up Swerve's torso. Staples his own kid's picture to Swerve's face and then drinks his blood. Holy fucking shit, what is happening? Thumbs up. Dick kicked by Swerve allows Nana to free Swerve, who gets his revenge. Staples Hangman in the face, throws him into a barbed wire chair. Swerve plants Hangman with a Death Valley driver onto a cinder block. Holy fucking shit, thumbs up. Swerve somehow delivers a pile driver Onto the barricade. I don't even know how he managed to do that. Incredible balance. Strickland, an absolute bloody mess at this point. Hangman wraps barbed wire around around Swerve. Hits a fallaway slam. Moonsault to the outside with the barbed wire chair. And then Tombstone Swerve onto the chair. Wow. Thumbs up. 
Nana assists Swerve back to his feet, only for Hangman to crack him with the chair yet again. Swerve smacks Hangman with the barbed wire and an absolutely terrifying moment. The barbed wire like wraps into Hangman's face and gets into his eye. Thankfully, he's mostly okay. Swerve stomps Hangman into the barbed wire and then pours glass on Hangman's back, delivers a 450 splash on him, a JML driver, but Hangman somehow gets back to his feet. My goodness. Barbed wire, covered board, Hangman, a last call through the table, powerbomb and a deadeye onto the barbed wire. Hangman wraps the barbed wire around Swerve's face, delivers a buckshot, but Nana again pulls a lifeless, damn near dead, Swerve to his feet. Brian Cage runs down. Here comes the interference. Blind sides Hangman with the barbed wire covered hand, eliminates Cage. Holy crap, that was Hangman. Hangman with a barbed wire covered hand eliminates Cage. Nana is next. Hangman dead eyes him through a freaking table. Oh my god. Swerve out of nowhere, blindsides Hangman with a cinder block, wraps a chain around his neck, chokes out Hangman, and Swerve wins. Oh my god. <laughs> Good luck following up that match. Oh my goodness. Insane grudge match right here. That was bananas. The gas tank on these two. Insane. Like, Swerve was barely sweating at the end of this, and this was a long match. This was crazy. So many crazy spots, man. I don't even, like, what the, cinder blocks, glass, everything was here. The The crowd was chanting for fire. We didn't get fire, but, you know, fire is really, really dangerous and really tricky to deal with. Uh, nasty bumps. The barbed wire was freaking horrific, man. When it wrapped around Hangman's face, I my, my heart stopped for a second. I got flashbacks of Sabu versus Terry Funk and a relentless pace, man. Not a wasted second, like... I was blown away at just how relentless this match was. Incredible performance from both men. It could be a career match for these two. That was amazing. 10 out of 10. Unbelievable. All right, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Let's try and follow this one up versus the Young Bucks. The Bucks crush Jericho's arm in between the steps. And Chris's arm is like bloody and cut open from that. Looks gross. Matt tricks Chris into running into his own partner, Kenny. Jericho catches Matt into the walls. We got a cool top rope Atomico by the Bucks on Chris. That was that was pretty fucking key. Bucks starting to use the greasy tactics, kicking Kenny in the ding-ding. How could you? How could you? BTE triggers, and we got a near fall right there. Omega goes Super Saiyan, whooping the Bucks. Nick hits Kenny with a one-winged angel, but Kenny kicks out. Bucks going... Sorry, Buck's going to end Jericho. Kenny with the save. Nails the one-winged angel. Pins and wins. No one kicks out of the one-winged angel. Only Kenny. Another classic tag team from the Bucks and Omega with Jericho. Wicked offense playing the heel role uh, the Bucks were was kind of fun. I I enjoyed that. Lots of counters, near falls. Kenny and Chris uh, teamwork was quite good. Uh, Teasing a betrayal throughout this match between Kenny and Chris was well done. They didn't pull that trigger and just a really good match. Seven and a half out of 10. I will say like it follows that very similar uh, Young Bucks formula. Again, if this is like your first Bucks match, you're probably blown away. This is not my first, so it's a little, it, I wouldn't say stale, but it, it's the formula. So, seven and a half. 
Bucks throw a tantrum, a big old tantrum. Kenny tries to shake hands with them, but it's a hard no from the Bucks. They're just a bunch of sore losers. And now it's time for the main event. AEW World Championship, Adam Cole stepping in for his homie NJF defends against Jay White. Oh boy. So Adam Cole makes his entrance on the crutches still, you know, still can't walk. MJF arrives in an ambulance, leg taped up, and the champ says he is good to go. The match begins, and Jay distracts the referee, allowing the guns to beat down MJF. Brinsburg, the referee, catches the guns, about to use a chair. They are ejected, and the crowd goes absolutely freaking nuts. Max, with his busted leg, manages a kangaroo kick and a kip-up. White places are placed on the announce table. It crumbles before they can do anything with it. Oh, no. Really funny, though. That made me giggle. Max says, fuck it. Delivers a just disgusting elbow drop onto the floor, onto the broken table. Really looked like a nasty landing there for Max. Smashed his elbow up. Thumbs up, though. White hits a avalanche. You're a noggy. Max ridiculous cutter over the ropes onto White. Hitting the floor like, oh my god, that just looks so freaking painful. MJF's leg is absolutely toast. He's struggling to stand at this point. White goes for the leg, or goes for a figure four leg lock. Cole has a towel. He's ready to toss it in, but Max is like, don't you fucking dare. Cole tries to hit Jay uh, Jay White with the championship. It's blocked, and then Jay White takes the belt and smacks MJF with it. Oh no, but it's a near fall right there. Ref taken out. Adam brings out the diamond ring, but White steals it again to clock Max. Instead, takes a low blow from the champion. Max takes out the guns, nails Jay with the diamond ring, pins, and retains the AEW World Championship. Solid storyline throughout this match with Max selling the injury. That fucked up leg really, really well throughout the match. White, a good cocky performance, got a little too cocky and definitely uh, losing this match. Great selling throughout this match as well. Lots of counters and near falls. You know, they definitely didn't shy away from the shenanigans, but I didn't hate it. Like, there was a fair amount of it. Like, the guns getting in there early and getting kicked out early, that was good. And then the weapons and the low blows, I felt like they used it fairly on both sides. Both guys were doing shenanigans stuff, so it didn't take me out too much and it didn't take over the match I felt the crowd was extremely into this match uh the match was long a little bit slow in spots but still really good main event seven and a half at that and the pace that's the end of the show everybody pacing felt a lot better on this one uh pay-per-view wasn't fucking overloaded with a zillion matches but it still had a lot of matches I didn't feel you know uh uh what's the word uh I got my money's worth is what I'm trying to say here. I, f- I felt like anyway with this show, Will Ospreay is All Elite is absolutely amazing. I cannot wait for him to start his AEW career. He's still so young. He's Oh, he's got so much gas left in the tank. It's going to be so much fun. The MJF storyline throughout added variety and some tension to the main event match. I would say the women's title match would be my only letdown on this card. I was... Hoping for a little bit more. I'm happy for Tony, but the match was just, it was okay. Ladder match was amazing as expected, but the Texas death match, that was, 
I knew it was going to be good, but I wasn't expecting that. That was absolutely sensational. Definitely going to be in the match of the year conversation. Hangman and Swerve's best match that I've seen. And these two have a lot of really good matches. So, you know, that's saying a lot. Swerve, again, I don't like him that much, but fuck, that guy is such a good wrestler, man. Satisfying ending with Max getting his title back finally after weeks of Jay White and, and the Bullet Club, uh, you know, having stolen it. So, great show overall. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I think it's a really well worthwhile show to watch. Curious to hear what you guys think of the show. What was your favorite match? What was your least favorite match on this card? Like I said, I, I didn't like the women's championship match and the... Texas Deathmatch was just fucking insane. Absolutely insane. The only thing about the de- the Texas Deathmatch that was a little... It went on a little bit long. Like, when Nana pulled out Swerve and pulled him back on his feet for, like, the second or third time, I was like, okay, okay. That one felt like they called an audible because the crowd was going so fucking nuts. They're like, let's just keep it going, but... Oh, my God. You, you gotta check out that match. It was absolutely amazing. And I am going, it's going to be really interesting going forward what Jay White and the Bullet Club are going to be doing now. They don't have any gold to show for anything, so now all that, all their trash talk. So I'm, I'm very curious to see what Jay White is going to go into. Is he going to stay connected to MJF? Are we going to continue that storyline? I think we could do that. I think that's, uh, that would be absolutely fine with me. We can escalate to the next part, to the next uh, level of this rivalry we can get Adam Cole more involved I don't know like how close he is to getting back to to wrestling ring or anything like that but uh, you know it'd be good to have him involved in that as well maybe battle it out with the ring of honor championships some more times tag team championships and yeah yeah that would be good so great show overall and thank you everybody so much for listening I have decided now which um what topic I'm going to be doing for this week's gamer cast it will be an oldie but a goodie It's Call of Duty 4, the OG Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, one of the most important, influential games in my past. So I'm pulling out the big gun, I'm pulling out the Call of Duty 4 uh, bullet, and we're shooting that shot this week, so that's going to be a ton of fun to go back and uh, discuss one of the one of my favorite games of all time, so you can look forward to that. I uh, hope to drop that Friday or Saturday, so be on the lookout for that. And in terms of the hockey cast, should be should be good to have one up on Wednesday. It might be Thursday, depending on the news. It's been a little bit of a light news week, so I'm going to have to kind of fluff, fluff up some, some stuff for the show and see what's going on. There hasn't been, you know, any major big firings in Canada or anything like that. So, you know, there's nothing huge and exciting going on with the hockey cast this week, but there will be an episode, of course. So be on the lookout. You want to send in any questions or anything like that related to video games, wrestling, hockey. You want to send in a Call of Duty 4 question, send it in. I'll answer it live on the podcast before I record it and all that great stuff. So there's a email address, there's Twitter. I upload... All these episodes to YouTube now on the Gamer GX Videos YouTube channel. Link is down in the description. Great place for you to drop a comment. That's the like the easiest place for me to see it immediately. I'll, I'll get a notification and yeah, I'll be able to see your comment and all that great stuff. So again, thank you everybody so much for listening. You're awesome. We'll be back again soon with more GX Plus Cast.